I for totally blanked on the intro. Um, <laughs> I was trying. I'm like, why is he going so slow? More <laughs> like, give it to me, Neil. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> start, start that bitch from the up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nerds Collide, five weeks of Halloween, a podcast about all things geek and possibly spooky. He is Travis. Hey. And I'm Justin. Together, we're just a couple of nerds. Couple of spooky nerds. Spooky! That's right, dear listeners. Today is the first of five episodes you'll receive in October. We're going big. We are doing it big in October. You know, a wise man once said, go big or go home, but I'm already at home, so I might as well go big, too. <laughs> I want to have I want to have my cake and eat it, too, if you will. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, this is a uh, this is exciting. We we are going to uh, be releasing every week for October. There's five Mondays in October, so we can, you know, release every week and celebrate. The witching season in a very, very big way. Yeah, and, and Halloween actually landing on a Monday. So that last episode, four or five weeks of Halloween, actually will be released on Halloween. So yeah, it, it was a, it's a serendipitous, if you will. Serendipitous. Which is probably the first time I've ever used that word in its correct context. I have... I... <laughs> Actually, speaking of serendipitous, I'm going into a studio to record some music this weekend, and uh, we have a song called Serendipity, so... Oh, nice. Is this a new band? Mind Freak, bro. It's all it's all related. <laughs> so, so is this a new band, or is this a, a reunion of an older band you were a part of? A reunion of an older band. I used to be oh, in nice. a band called Poindexter, Shameless Plug, and... Uh, I didn't have a lot of time because of my job, but now I'm like, I'm going to make time because fuck my job. So, <laughs> so, and if and if they fire me, oh, well. Oh, fuck my employment status. <laughs> so I agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go in the studio and do that. Uh, so hey, lots of exciting know, things. Travis moving, our our podcast, lots of stuff. Yep. So, so week one of uh of five weeks of Halloween, and we're supposed to be talking about exclusively spooky related things, but we would be remiss if we didn't briefly talk about that Nintendo Direct that just happened. Yeah, boy. Now I know Travis, you uh, you didn't watch the whole thing because you're not. an adult and you have a child and you don't have time for that bullshit. Yeah, I woke up the other day and uh, watched the entire thing, so I was stoked. Obviously, the 
the big reveal at the end, the official release date, the tentative date, because, you know, who knows? But May 12th, 2023, I almost I almost said like 2003, May 12th, 2003. We're going back in time. Yeah. Breath of not Breath of the Wild. I keep calling Breath of the Wild too. Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. You know, there's there's always gonna be that subgroup of people that will forever refer to it as Breath of the Wild too, no matter what. Yeah, that, that like that's the title. It it's almost like the same thing when the iPhone 10 came out and people called it the iPhone X. Yeah, why? Yeah, why did they call it? Why did Apple call it iPhone X and then iPhone 10? Well, no, it was iPhone 10. They just oh, used they, the oh, Roman they used numeral. Roman numeral 10. Okay. Yeah. I am not an Apple guy, so I, I not it, that I dislike Apple, but I'm just. I think it, it might have also been confusing for people because they went from, they skipped iPhone 9. They went right from iPhone 8 to iPhone 10. What? No, iPhone 10 came out the same year as iPhone 8. As the iPhone 8. Hmm. Um, that seems some, silly. Because it was like the... It, it was the 10-year anniversary of the first iPhone. Oh. They had to get so, that... They had to get that... Uh, which is probably why they used the Roman numeral to kind of like differentiate it. Say like, this isn't the iPhone 10, but this is like the iPhone like 10 an, ten year anniversary, whatever. Because that was also the first one that was like had the full touchscreen front. Oh, anyway, wow. I could talk for hours about Apple. Um, <laughs> back to Nintendo. Yeah. So, um, what uh, coming out of this direct? What are you most excited about? I mean, obviously, Breath of the Wild two. Um, come, come on, man. <laughs> but Tears, uh, of, Tears of the Kingdom is, is that it? Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. I heard somebody online say Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, my was, God. But it almost made sense because in the trailers, it looks like a lot of the, the land, like, floats, like, in, like, the initial trailer, Hyrule Castle, like, tears from the uh, surface and floats. So mm -hmm. I was like, man, like, if it was Tears, I hopes, I would hope an announcer would say, yeah. It's Tears of the Kingdom. And I'd be like, okay. Even then I don't really like that. But anyway, um yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Um I'm stoked for that. Uh I don't I, I was more so shocked that we got the release date. Yeah. Which no. is actually a delay because they said it was gonna be in March the last time we heard about it. And then they Yeah. I was I was just gonna say hopefully they stick to that and we will get it in May. I am fine with waiting if the game is good. I would rather them not rush it out and potentially have development crunch on their employees. Um, That's true. It, it, it's weird for me because in one breath, I I want to play it. I'm eager to play it because I just played Breath of the Wild for the first time last year. So yeah. it's kind of, it's still like fresh in my mind. And then, but there's also like the factor of, okay, I just put a lot of hours into that game. Maybe, maybe it would be better to have more of an extended break away from it. <laughs> um, But I have kind of like, 
I have wanted to boot up Breath of the Wild the past few days. I haven't, obviously, not having time to, but... So, yeah, um, I'm excited for it. I Honestly, though, I'm more excited for GoldenEye. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was a really... Uh, I had heard rumor or read rumors about it, but I didn't expect it. The craziest thing about that announcement is it's also coming for Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. However... You cannot play online on the Xbox Game Pass. It's really? Online, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's online only for Nintendo Switch. That's weird. But, I mean, if you're not interested in the online, though, the Xbox will have trophy support, though. Yeah, that's true. Which, which could, be a, could be appealing there. But I'm excited for it because I, I honestly have never played GoldenEye. I've, I've played it, like, sparingly. I... I remember the hype as a child, like when people mm-hmm. people would bring in their Nintendo sixty fours to school for like when we had a free day, and it was always either Smash Brothers or Goldeneye. Those yeah, those were the only two. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm well aware that it probably hasn't aged well, but still to to have somewhat of an experience with it and to try to. I guess understand what made the game so appealing at the time. I I, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Obviously, also excited for the new Zelda. But yeah, it was a good direct. They uh they announced some good stuff. I thought got a new Fire Emblem. Square Enix is putting out some stuff. Uh, Octopath Traveler two, Bayonetta three in October. Kirby returned to Dreamland. Yeah, uh, deluxe. Yeah, is that, it? yeah, that yeah. was the the Wii game. Seems like they're they're trying to capitalize on the success of. Um, yeah, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, which makes sense. They just right. released that other Kirby game, uh, Kirby Dream Buffet, which is just a Fall Guys uh, knockoff. Has the Forgotten Land is, is that the most successful uh, Kirby yeah. game at this point? Has it surpassed it? I think so. I imagine if it hasn't, it's probably on pace to soon. It sold four and a half million copies so far. It is Kirby in the Forgotten Land achieves highest sell through in series history. Nice. So good. That game rules. So it deserves still, to sell. Uh, I still got to play that. You gotta, trust It's so good. The ending is amazing. That game. That game is wild because it's like, yo, Kirby's cute and it's really slow at the start. And then at the end, you're fucking fighting a big old dragon. Like, it's basically like, this is really, what if we took our most adorable character and made an Elden Ring? (laughs) And I remember people when it released, because it released right after Elden Ring. And so people online were playing Elden Ring and then... Once they were done, a lot of people I saw were saying, I'll switch to Kirby. That'll be a nice palate cleanser to, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> they get to the end and they're like, holy moly, this is, <laughs> this is actually tough. So Kirby and Forgotten Land, it's a really good game. I recommend everyone, including Travis, go play it. I'll, I'll get when, to it. Whenever they can. <laughs> I'll get to it. I just beat Little Nightmares. Hell yeah. Man. Is that game amazing? Yeah, Little Nightmares rules. 
I'm playing through the DLC now, the kids story. Yeah, I started it, but then I I think I just kind of wanted to move on to something else because I didn't play it for very long. I didn't think it not that I thought it wasn't uh, worth playing, but I just you know I wanted to move on. Yeah, I still need to play two though. Yeah, I played. Funny enough, I played the demo of that first, and that that's what kind of turned me on to the series. And then went back and got one. But yeah, I I probably will try it if I can if I can catch a sale for two, then I'll probably pick that up and try to play it this month because I, I still wanna I still wanna play you know something spooky. Yeah, to celebrate October, baby. Just a real quick note on the Switch. Uh... I was going to say something about it, but now I don't remember what I was going to say. We'll move on. Um, Yeah, so nice transition, Travis, that I ruined. Uh, <laughs> well, well, maybe with my uh, <laughs> with my fancy editing techniques, <laughs> we can get it. But yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into Halloween because I'm excited. I this is <sighs> this is one of Travis's this is Travis's favorite holiday besides Christmas. It depends on what day you ask me. If you ask me, pretty much between June and September, it it's it's Halloween. But then Christmas comes around, and that fucking that fucking charm of Christmas takes over. And I get yeah. But anyway, yeah, I I fucking love Halloween. <laughs> I I love it. Um. So let's uh. So let's get into it. What what do you like most about the holiday? The the witching season. The witching season. Um, honestly, I love the weather. That's the main appeal of this season is being able to wear a hoodie. That's like, that's the dream. I love. I I feel more comfortable in a hoodie and pants than. I mean, I feel comfortable in like shorts, but in a shirt, but like, I don't know. There's just something about walking around. In October, in a hoodie, you know, the, all the leaves are falling off the trees. They're all colorful. It's really beautiful, especially in Michigan, like the uh, further north you go, like the uh, more expansive the woodland area is. And mm-hmm. uh, the trees are absolutely gorgeous up there. And, uh, oh, man, you're going to make me cry. I'll send you a picture from man, Pin- don't Don't do that. From Pinterest. Cause that, <laughs> cause that is also one of the things that I love about the holiday. But now that I live in Texas, I don't, <laughs> I don't really get that. I'll, we will get like the equivalent to what you guys get in October. We get like late November, early December. Oh wow! Okay. But then it get like then it turns around and it gets like really cold. But yeah. I, I'm the same way, like, in terms of just, like, wearing a hoodie. <laughs> My confidence increases the more layers I put on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I I love wearing a hoodie. I, I love the, the crispness of the air. Yep, that autumn, that yeah. crisp autumn air. That's, I use that uh, wording to describe it so much. It's incredible. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, living here in Texas, I don't get that anymore. So that, that is kind of 
a downer on the holiday. And it's the same thing for Christmas, too. We don't, even though the last two years we did get snow, but we didn't get snow until, like, February. It's the same thing with Christmas. We don't don't really get the snow here, which honestly was kind of one of the appeals of moving down here, (laughs) funny enough, and now I kind of miss it. Yeah, I mean, the thing about snowfall is it's really wonderful during the holidays because it adds to... uh, it adds to the mystique and the charm of the holiday, as you said. But yeah. once the New Year's over, I just want that. I just want it gone. Yeah, it, there's something really appealing about being snowed in. I remember. Never mind. We'll talk about it around Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get back. Let's get back to <laughs> spooky October. Um, so what else? Uh, what else do you like about the holiday? I mean, obviously, when I was a child. I love trick or treating and uh trick or tweet. Um <laughs> I used to Did you did you use like an actual store bought uh candy container or did you use pillow no. did you pillow use pillowcases? Okay. Pillowcases. Cuz I talked to people about it and I met I will bring up like using I will bring up using a pillowcase to hold my candy and they look at me like I'm some sort of deranged mental patient who escaped. And I just find that so odd because that was my entire childhood was walking, you know, for hours with this pillowcase and then getting heavier and heavier. And at the end of the night being so tired of walking and holding this candy would fill those things up. And that's like, I get the appeal to having like, you know, the little, the little, you know, pumpkin head, little jack-o'-lantern um, candy holder. But, you know, you hit, you know, you spin about three or four blocks, that thing's full. Yeah. And you're probably an hour into trick-or-treating and you're like, I mean, what do you do now? Go, I'm you sure go home? Probably, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure their parents are like, oh, you got enough candy, let's go home then. Not when you got a fucking pillowcase and you can hit five or six different neighborhoods. Man, my brothers and sister and I used to walk. I'm not even kidding. We probably walked like seven, eight, seven to ten streets. And every street had ten blocks on it. So we're like up and down (laughs) for hours. And little little tired boy Justin with his big heavy sack of candy mm-hmm. <laughs> calls out for his parents to uh <laughs> can you come get me? <laughs> um yeah, so yeah, man. That's a that was something I loved about uh as a child, obviously trick or treating rules. Um, and I trick or treated until I was like 17 years old because I was just like, why would I stop? Right. <laughs> it got so it got so bad that uh, one year, one year I was trick or treating. I think I was 17. I might have been 18 actually. And while my friends and I were leaving the person's porch, they said to us, "Hope we don't see you next year." I think you told this story a few episodes ago. And they're yeah, it was was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I I, don't don't be that person. (laughs) Like if you're passing out candy, if some, you know, if it's a 40 year old dude 
walking up and he's in costume. Just give him a piece of candy, man. <laughs> yeah, you put in so much effort. Yeah. Just just give out some candy for crying out loud. To be yeah. fair, I've rarely ever given out candy. Oh man, I I gave out candy last year for the first time, and it was amazing. It was it was oh, fun. Man. I hope this it was fun. You get Travis looks really cool. You get like ah, oh, you froze. You were making like oh. you were making you were making the coolest face ever. I went to take a picture of it. Uh, I think oh, get well, you gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I had tons of fun passing out candy last year. I think it would have been it would have been more fun if I would have been able to like decorate the front of the house a little bit and actually sit outside. I just kind of we stayed inside and we were watching Halloween movies and you know they would. I have a ring doorbell, so I would see, like, the kids approaching, so I would meet them at the door. But you get you get a similar satisfaction. Hold on one second. I'm already getting in the mood. My uh, bedroom door opened for no reason. I was looking at it like, unless well, hey, they're... Your, your ghost roommate decided to, to join the party. I do think... Uh, my house has some sort of spirit, but uh, oh, nice, that's awesome. That's... <laughs> no, it's not, Travis. <laughs> now you're being tormented. Player three has entered the chat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... so, uh, so how, how about how do you celebrate? Like, how do you, how do you celebrate the holiday or the season? This is gonna be this is such a lame answer that I'm going to give, but I used to when I was younger, there was a hype for Halloween. Uh, I mean, especially when you're you know a young child, but even as a teenager, I felt that I would be excited for Halloween the whole month of Halloween. And now that I'm a grumpy old man who ends up working most of the time. And on the holiday, my celebration of Halloween starts on October 30th, where I go, <laughs> where I say, oh, man, Halloween's tomorrow. Maybe I should get in the spirit. And I uh, listen to Halloween music, specifically horror punk, uh, bands like the Misfits and uh, early AFI and some other stuff. And, you know, the classics like Monster Mash. All those type of groovy tunes. And then I will try to watch as many films as I can within like a five hour period. I'm I'm always really into Halloween Jesus. after Halloween. Like the the holiday will pass and I'll still be in the mode of watching horror movies and uh you know all that stuff. So it always happens where October 30th, it almost like a dawn of realization. Oh no, Halloween's tomorrow and I haven't done anything. I did a couple of years ago get the idea from someone to make a calendar where every day of Halloween I would watch a different horror movie. And I did try that on October 1st. I think I got like... 12 days into it and then kind of abandoned it and then like 
October 29th, picked it back up and finished out, finished out strong, but that middle section needed some work. Well, hopefully we'll be able to change that for you this year because you got you got a buttload of movies you got to yeah, watch I do. For, uh, I, for a later I episode. I gotta start that. You gotta get on, but you yeah, get on that, man. So I usually will just listen to, you know, different different music to get me into the spirit. Uh, the last few years, though, I've been pretty good about it. Like, I've carved a pumpkin. Two years in a row. We'll see if I make it three. Dude, they they got um these artificial carvable pumpkins at Walmart. I, I don't know what they're made out of, but I I'm still obviously gonna carve like a a real pumpkin, but I, I might I might grab one of those. Yeah, just to see what it's all about. Yeah, I mean and obviously it'll it'll like It'll last longer too. Like I could carve that thing tomorrow, and yeah, it'll that's still the main drawback of carving good pumpkins. Shape on Halloween. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think otherwise it's a really fun activity. But just spending so much time working yeah. on it, you know, cutting all, getting all the stuff out of it. Well, first of all, picking the right pumpkin because it's got to be the biggest pumpkin you can find that isn't bruised. So, getting the right pumpkin. Cutting all the insides out, drawing, you know, your design on the front, carving it out, making sure that it looks good, but you always mess it up anyways, and you just keep going. You put it out, and then one day mm-hmm. later, there's already chew marks in it from squirrels. It's like, and I don't want to put, I don't want to put like pesticides and stuff on it because I don't want to hurt animals. But get away from my gosh darn pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that that's in, that's interesting though, because music. So I've tried to incorporate music into to my festivities. <laughs> I guess I I did last year a little bit. Like I just listened to like a Halloween Spotify playlist, but I only like listened to it maybe once or twice, and it was only for a few songs. So. I've kind of struggled to incorporate that because, like, obviously, like, Christmas time comes around and Christmas music is just, (laughs) you know, I'm balls to the wall with Christmas music. (laughs) So, you know, maybe you can, uh, maybe you can send me some, uh, some recommendations and I can incorporate that. I'm sure some of them you're going to listen to and be like, Justin, what is this bullshit? Yeah, I usually just, like, I'll end up li- listening to like the Halloween soundtrack. Yeah, but that's not a bad way to go. Probably the most iconic no, I mean, Halloween music yeah. to ever exist. Besides, like, yeah, that's probably it. And that and like yeah. Monster Mash, like I mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. Monster Mash, man, that's a jazzy tune. I don't even know if I even like the song Monster Mash, but I know all the words to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I always sing it when it comes on. And yeah. I I, I think it's safe to say you like it. Um, yeah, what are, what are some other Halloween bangers? I'm going to look that up on Google. Exactly as I just said. Halloween bangers. 
Holy cow. First thing, 12 spooky bangers to get into the Halloween spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's all like pop punk shit. You can listen to Blink-182. Pass. You can listen. Oh, how did I forget that one? The Ghostbusters theme song? Come on, man. Yeah, it's I, iconic. I've never really been that big into Ghostbusters, so that, that kind of goes over my head. This is not what I was expecting. You can listen to Marilyn Manson's cover of This Is Halloween. 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 Yeah, maybe I'll stick to the original version. You know, I didn't watch Nightmare Before Christmas in its entirety until a few years ago. I never had. I never... There was a period in the early 2000s when a lot of alternative... People into the alternative were really into Nightmare Before Christmas. And so, because you know, as a teenager... You're, uh, you, you hold, you hold your opinions very highly, even though they don't matter in the scheme of things and they're based on nothing. <laughs> and <laughs> I had very, uh, very high opinion, very low opinions of people who liked Nightmare Before Christmas. And then a few years ago, I watched it in, in its entirety and realized. It's good. And uh, I was just being I'm, I was just being I, dumb. I imagine at some point I'll I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you can listen to uh Ghost Town by the Specials. They're a they're okay. a UK ska band. Okay, don't really. It's like they're not good. I I legit hate that song. <laughs> but it's on this uh it's on this playlist that I'm looking at right now. You can listen to uh, Damien the Third by DMX. You can listen to The Omen by DMX and Marilyn Manson. Can't really go wrong with DMX. <clears throat> you can listen to Disturbia by Rihanna. That was on here. I'm familiar with that song. I'll probably pass on that one, but I, 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 I get it. You can it. listen to Zombie by The Cranberries. That song is not very good either. I'll actually like... Well, the stuff I like isn't good. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. Maybe I'll actually make a playlist this year. Because usually I just listen to a few bands. But You can listen to A Nightmare on My Street by DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Also go. known as Will Smith. Also known as Scumbag. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, uh yeah. Halloween is a very special time. Uh I don't nearly celebrate it as much these days as I should or even want to necessarily. But you know, maybe it will change the this year. Well hopefully. Well that's okay because I probably celebrate enough for the <laughs> both of us. Yeah, what do you do? I mean I know partially, so, but our our listeners don't and they're in for a treat. Yeah, no tricks here, <laughs> just treats. <laughs> so I actually I actually begin celebrating Halloween on September 1st. Uh I carve out 
time in my day on September 1st to, to pull out the Halloween decorations. Yes, I do decorate my house for Halloween. I don't go as overboard as I do with Christmas, but, you know, I have a few pieces I put up. So, yeah, I, I put those up, and they stay up until November 1st, and then they are abruptly taken down. <laughs> but what kind of what kind of decorations do you have? I have a few uh like artificial pumpkin or jack-o'-lanterns rather um the battery operated and turn on the light. Um I have some wall art that I hang up. Let's see what else do I have? I have like these really cool jack-o'-lantern faced um placemats for the ki- uh kitchen table. I have a few artificial plants that are like kind of like dead leaves. Oh, okay. Uh, mixed with some sunflowers because my fiance really loves sunflowers. So we already have like sunflower decor normally throughout the year, but they, it also kind of, it, it plays well with the hollow Halloween decorations, the orange with the yellow. It's a nice contrast. Yeah. They're just like little trinkets around the house. Like I have, pumpkin-shaped soap dispensers on by the sinks. Like I said, I, I'm not nearly as overboard as I go with Christmas with my five Christmas trees. <laughs> um, you know, another thing I do for Christmas is I, I wrap all of the uh, paintings on the walls in wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Um, so it, in terms of, like, watching horror movies, I watch horror movies, all, like, all year long. So that really doesn't change. If anything, it just amps up a little bit, and I'm more motivated to watch more. I specifically do not watch any of the Halloween films throughout the year. I specifically save those for October, and really for Halloween. Like, I've been pretty successful the past three years of not having to work on Halloween. So I've been able to just, like, I'll watch all of them. Like, I'll get up around, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, get my coffee, make some breakfast, and then I'm sitting down and I'm watching 1978 John Carpenter's Halloween, and then it's just nonstop the rest of the day. <laughs> Halloween 2. Last year was actually the first time I watched Halloween 3, which, God, I should have watched that sooner. That movie is amazing. It's honestly, it's one of the best in the series, and it doesn't have Michael Myers in it, but it's really good. I feel like you are in the minority for that opinion, which, like, because I've literally never heard anyone say that. It's wild. It's wild. I hear a lot of people say (laughs) Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. More like Season of the Bitch. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, I think it it got a lot of backlash when it first released because it didn't have Michael Myers in it. Well, that was the but original it, intention of the series, right? It was Yeah, it was supposed to turn anthology, but there was such a public outcry and uproar that Michael Myers wasn't in it. So, obviously, they brought him back. And then, from there, the franchise kind of took, uh, took some weird turns, and it's had some, uh, it's had some pretty pretty bad lows that now fans can go back and look at season of the witch and like you know what maybe that wasn't such a bad idea even though i i I love all the halloween movies even the bad ones i i was listening to this podcast 
they were, and they were talking about the Halloween franchise. And this one guy, he said, Halloween fans are just Star Wars fans of horror. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever heard a more truer statement or anything that I've ever identified with more. Because I'm the same way with Star Wars. Like, even the movies that are bad, um, I'm, an, uh, I'm a sympathizer for. And I'm the same way with the Halloween franchise. But, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get into that. Who knows? Yeah, a little bit later. But yeah, um, so I, I pretty much spend like from September 1st to Halloween, like looking forward to watching all of those movies. And then I, I don't watch a horror movie every day, but I watch a bunch of horror movies. I watch a few horror TV shows like the past two years. I've rewatched The Haunting of Hill House Ooh. in October, which I probably will be doing the same because last year I ran through all of the American Horror Story seasons, and I know they're coming out with season 11, but I'm really not too excited about that because I wasn't a big fan of season 10. But some of those early seasons of American Horror Story are really good. So, you know, and they... And there are a few seasons that have Halloween, like, specific episodes that I go back to, and I watch those, like, just isolated watching those episodes. Yeah, I usually watch uh, the Halloween episode of Freaks and Geeks, because that's, nice. that's a good one. Uh, it's not spooky, but it's, you know, it's about just teenagers trick-or-treating, and very relatable, especially, cause yeah. it, especially since it takes, takes place in Michigan. So another thing I do to celebrate, which I don't think I'll be doing this year, um, is I try to read a horror, a horror novel that is like set on Halloween. And the past two years, I've read the same book, um, which I was going to do it for my recommendation, but I'll, I'll just name it now. It's uh, Dark Harvest by Norman Partridge. And I think, the, I think um, they're actually making a movie for this. I believe it's in production. Oh, nice. Which I'm mildly excited about. Cause, yeah, cautiously optimistic about. Yeah, there you go. So the past two years, I've read that that book. It's only like 200 pages, so it's a quick read. And last year, I listened to the Halloween 2018 novelization on Audible. And this year, I'm going to listen to the Halloween Kills novelization on Audible. Because I have like six Audible credits that I need to use. But yeah, it, it's just... It's a two-month celebration for me, and it doesn't wear thin. It's, it's not like I start early, and then by the time I, October 31st comes around, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to take all this stuff down. Like, I do take everything down November 1st, but it's only because it's like, it's Christmas now. <laughs> I would keep it up all year if I wanted to, or if I could. No, no I wouldn't do that. I did in in the house that we did live in when I had a reading room, I did have one of my jack-o'-lanterns up <laughs> all year. Got to got to remind yourself that it's coming. It'll it's be back. coming. It'll be back again. But yeah, I mean that's uh that's how I uh I celebrate. Yeah, you definitely make up for my uh lack of celebration with your 2 months of celebration. You celebrate we'll, we'll get, you celebrate we'll you, you celebrate a whole month in honor of so you should you should not celebrate. You should switch your day from September first to September second, so, so I can contribute because I only celebrate it one day. Oh 
<laughs> no. You gotta pull my weight around here. <laughs> no, I'm not giving up my day, man. <laughs> Damn it. You know what's funny is we moved when we moved in, it was like August twenty eighth when we moved into this new place. And I just fucking put the Halloween decorations up as we were unpacking. <laughs> so they've been up already for like two and a half weeks now, over two weeks. And no regrets, man. No regrets. No regrets. No. I've actually toyed with the idea of doing a Halloween tree, like just putting up a Christmas tree, but filling up with Halloween decorations. I don't know if I'll ever do that, though, because I feel like I... They have them. I remember I looked it up. uh, Yeah. I I looked it up because I was interested in the idea of Halloween tree. But, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to leave the trees to Christmas because I already already do enough Christmas trees. Halloween trees. I remember I seen like an all black one or an all orange one. Yeah. I remember. I remember specifically looking for one that uh, resembled the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. All dead and all that jazz. Uh, and also, last Halloween was actually, like, extra special for me. My daughter was born on October 7th, which is, like, another thing. It was kind of, like, serendipitous that my daughter was born, like, during my favorite time of year. Aww. So So now it's an added layer to my celebration like now i i get to look forward to you know getting her costumes which she's she's dressing up i actually just ordered her costume a few days ago she's gonna be princess leia obviously right yeah wait did you find a costume from the kenobi series no i gotta get me a darth vader costume (laughs) 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 who's your daddy um, how how does your fiance uh, feel about the the season? Is she into it? She kind of has to by default. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she likes it. Um, I think she likes it a lot more now. Uh, since our daughter's birthday is in October, right? I think I think that again, it just adds that other layer to her for her as well. She's not really into horror, so there isn't that element to it, but. I, I like to think that she likes the holiday. I mean, she certainly lets me have have my way with the, with the house with decorations. So I hope I hope she likes it. No, she she does. Um, there's just there's levels to it, man. I'm just I go crazy. Uh, well. I, I haven't even last year with the last two years when we were in a house, I haven't ventured into like getting animatronics or anything for the front yard yet. I'll probably, I'll, I'll get there though. I'm, I'm slowly working my way to it. Yeah. You'll get there. Those, those things are expensive and they consume a lot of electricity. Oh yeah. And people go you know, all got- out for Halloween decorating and it's really cool, but I definitely <laughs> think yeah. about their bills. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, uh yeah, I think uh I think that'll be it for this episode. We were just do a we were we just planned to do a, a quick fun one. We thought it would be about forty five minutes and we're about fifty minutes into this one. And 
you know, Justin, we uh we didn't do recommendations last episode. Yeah, we really we really screwed the pooch there. So I uh I actually have two um, to make up for it. I don't know if you have two. I have one, which is surprising in itself. So um <laughs> All right, well why don't I give my two and you come up with another one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my first one is gonna be a podcast. And this one, okay. So b- both of these are kind of like perfect for this time of year. This one, it, it isn't like Halloween. Well, neither of them really are. But this first one, it's kind of like spooky-ish, but it's a little bit, it leans a little bit more towards the science fiction side of things. And it also, I have to give a disclaimer that this podcast is incomplete. Um, I think I think I actually did this in one of our unreleased uh test episodes when we were just getting started. But so the podcast I'm gonna recommend is King Falls AM. Oh yeah, I do remember this. Yep. I, this was in a test episode, I think. But yeah. Okay, so here is the description for King Falls AM. King Falls AM centers on a lonely little mountain town's late night AM talk radio show and its paranormal peculiar happenings and inhabitants. So each episode is about 15 to 20 minutes long. Um, It kind of drops you into this radio AM radio broadcast at like four in the morning. And for some reason, the entire town is up at four in the morning listening to this little AM talk radio show. And the town is really a character in itself. It It's really, like, hilarious at times, but the writing is really good. So, yeah, it, it there's, uh, you got Sammy and Ben Arnold with a host of this AM talk show. Uh, Sammy was previously, like, he was a host of a, I think it was like a big New York radio show, and he just abruptly moved to this small little mountain town and took a job as an AM talk radio host. And over the course of however, like 100 plus episodes there are, you see the friendship between Sammy and Ben grow, and then the townspeople are flushed out. You know, they, with like, they call in with like these peculiar events that happen in the town or things that are happenings on there's like strange UFOs that pop up in the town with rainbow lights. It's I'm not doing it justice right now at all. What I will say is, like I said, disclaimer, this podcast is incomplete. There are no plans to finish it. They took a break right before COVID happened. And then over the course of the pandemic, it seems that the, the two guys who were running it, the writer and producer, it seemed like they had a falling out. So unfortunately, it's incomplete. But what I will say is the journey that you go on over the course of, like I said, the 100 plus episodes, it's still it's still worth it, even though you don't get that satisfying ending. I think it's worth it. And like I said, each episode is about 15 minutes long. So, you know, you can you can really consume them at any time. You can listen to one or you can, you know, set a playlist of like 50 of them and just listen. I like to listen to them when I'm driving to work at night because you kind of like place yourself in the setting of like, 
Okay, I'm driving yeah. at night listening to this AM talk radio show. I think that's like the best experience. So if you work like a late night shift or anything, definitely listen to it like while you're driving in the car. But it's still enjoyable just listening to it at any time. Yeah, you gotta set the mood. Yeah. That's yeah, there you go. So that's my first recommendation. My second one is actually a movie I just watched two days ago, and this movie is fucking crazy. <laughs> So I actually um, was put onto this movie. I was listening to this podcast where they were talking about the Halloween Ends trailer. This movie's sequel actually comes out in October as well. So this movie is called Terrifier. Have you ever heard of it? I never okay. have. Okay, you got to watch it. <laughs> Terrifier. So. Terrifier starring uh, Morgan Freeman. Starring Earl Jones, James Earl Jones's father. All right, so here is the description for Terrifier. On Halloween night, Tara Hayes finds herself as the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. Mm. So it's kind of, mm. it's kind of similar to to Halloween, uh, the Halloween franchise, but no, it's Halloween night and. These uh these two young ladies find themselves being stalked by this really fucking creepy clown. <laughs> and okay, so this movie does kind of like toe the line of torture porn, but it doesn't really go all the way there. It, it's definitely like not for everyone. Right. It's kind of like Sleepaway Camp, where it's not for everyone, but like in a completely different way. <laughs> it. I wouldn't classify it as extreme horror at all, but it it's definitely like it's one of those movies where you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. I think you would like it. I think you would find it funny at times. And like I said, yeah. the uh the sequel is is coming out in October. So I look forward to that. Well, we know how it ends then, right? <laughs> the sequel is coming out in October. Somebody lives. Well, maybe. You never know. Nice. Terrifier. I'll have to add it to my list. My two recommendations. The first is the video game Inside. So Inside is a video game developed and published by Playdead. Came out in 2016. It's pretty much on every console. It's on Switch. It's on Xbox. PS4. I don't know if it, it's made it to the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation 5, but I imagine it has. Uh, it is on PC, obviously, as well. Uh, I wouldn't even necessarily say it is... I think this what this game does well is capture the sort of uh, spookiness of the season. And also, your main character is in a hoodie the whole time. So, obviously, it takes place during some cold, some colder months. It, it plays also... It's by the same developers that... Uh, it's by the same people who developed Limbo, which is another uh, Halloween-esque game. Uh, it's, you know, it's creepy. Inside is uh, it's really good. It's kind of a cinematic platformer. The ending is absolutely wild. And yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. You just kind of have to experience it for yourself. But I really enjoy it. So I'm going to recommend Inside. My second recommendation is music actually uh, so 
this this might be appealing to some people and also very much not appealing to others. Yeah, uh, I'm going to recommend the All Hollows EP by the band AFI. It's four songs, so you know. It's 13 minutes long, real quick. It is a Halloween-inspired the season, I should say. A Halloween-inspired uh, a collection of music. Even, like, the cover. It's got a scarecrow with a pumpkin face on it. A scary black cat. On the back, it has, you know, scary pumpkins in a field. Uh, the song titles are, like, Fall Children. Uh, they do a cover of the song Halloween, which was originally done by the Misfits. So, that is pretty much what I listened to. Or one of the... Uh, or some of what I listened to in order to get into the spirit. It has, I think my favorite thing about the album is in between songs, there's little snippets of audio that are supposed to, you know, invoke like terror or just, uh, you know, feelings of the season. Like one is kind of like just rain falling onto a, a windowsill. And even though, you know, rain happens all the time, Rain during the Halloween season hits a little bit different, I feel. And mm-hmm. once you're in the vibe of, once you're already thinking about Halloween and you hear rainfall, you start thinking of Halloween rainfall, you know, October rain and uh, as opposed to November rain. Oh, <laughs> G- guns and roses jokes over here. But uh, yeah, All Hallows EP by the band AFI. Uh, nice. I, I actually. I actually just added that to my library. I'll check that out later. It uh, it's very much punk rock though. So very fast, yelling, all that, all that. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> the the greatest indicator of uh how the album is gonna sound is within the first like forty seconds of the first song. It yeah, maybe even less. It uh starts out kind of like you know, this Halloween ambiance and, you know, all of a sudden it's just like a guy screaming like, ah! and then just punk rock, fast drums and all that sort of jazz. But, uh, yeah, all Hallows EP by AFI. It's only 13 minutes. So if you don't like it, <laughs> it was only 13 minutes long. <laughs> nice. I'll definitely check that out. I'll, I'll get back to you. Let you know what I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Next week. Uh, it'll be like that's that's worse than Beyonce (laughs) don't get me started again (laughs) All right, guys well thank you for making it to the end of the show Um, thank you for joining us to celebrate Halloween like I said we got got four more of these coming yeah four uh, more beefier episodes too so this is yeah. this is this is you know like we titled our first ep- our episode zero. This is just a taste of things to come. All right? Yeah. So un- unlike how I celebrate Halloween and just jump dive right in and throw up <laughs> decorations everywhere and start watching movies about killer clowns. Yeah, you vomit Halloween immediately. You projectile vomit <laughs> Halloween <laughs> on September first. Yeah, we're not gonna do the same to you guys. We're gonna. We're going to ease into it. Even the next episode is going to be a little bit more lighthearted. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about Halloween. I, I'm not looking forward to it being over. Because 
I fear that I'm going to just want to turn this podcast into just nothing but Halloween. <laughs> but Yeah, we're going to be a Star Wars slash Halloween podcast right. very soon. So uh, you guys know the drill. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. Nerds Collide Pod. And, you know, you can comment or tweet at us. Let us know how you celebrate Halloween or your favorite part of the season. Are you like us? Do you like wearing the layers? Do you feel more comfortable in a hoodie? (laughs) (laughs) And just remember, the term nerd is rated E for everyone. So put up them Halloween decorations. (laughs) Yeah, October is for everyone. So it is Halloween cel- is for everyone. So. so celebrate it however you want, unless it's like you know donning a mask and killing and torturing people. Don't do that. Yeah, don't don't. But don't put on a mask your... and go get some candy. Yeah, do that. Uh, <laughs> just don't be a creep about it. You know. <laughs> but thanks, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be right back next week with a brand spanking new episode. Bye.